Are you ready to perform at your highest potential? Welcome to the Performance Matters Podcast from GP Strategies. In each episode, we'll interview industry experts, exploring best practices and innovative insights to help you and your organization improve performance. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My guest today is Katie Bailey, a leadership development consultant with GP Strategies. Katie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jeremy. So say a few words about your background in in leadership development. Yeah, of course. So I have worked with the team here at GP Strategies for the past four years. And really, I've always been in leadership development and education in some capacity. So prior to that, working in higher education and prior to that, working in public health. So really enjoy the ability to help develop leaders and help develop individuals at any level. Okay, very good. Now, our topic today is influencing. And that's a term that has a lot of currency these days, especially amongst the younger crowd, and especially on social media, right, where some people apparently make their living as quote unquote influencers. And but but I assume that being an influencer in the workplace in the corporate world is different than being an influencer on Instagram, or at least somewhat different. So let's define the term in the context of the workplace. What does influencer or influencing mean? Thanks for saying that. It's inevitable now as we teach influencing in our leadership development courses that we talk about Instagram influencers and some of the more contemporary examples of influencing that people are seeing out in the world. And that's actually okay, because at its core, to influence is to really cause someone to change their belief, their behavior, or opinion. So an Instagram influencer might be encouraging you to buy a pair of leggings upon which they make commission when you click the link. But really in the context of leadership development and, and what we're talking about today, we're talking about compelling or inciting some action. So effort or action A will provi- provide or produce output B from the people that they're looking to influence. So we're really looking at those concepts of behavior change or, or attitude change. Okay. Is, is being influential or influ- influencing somebody as a leader the same or similar to motivating them? Or are those two different things? I think there's similarity there. And actually, you know, if you think about what's in a word, even the word influencing can be interpreted in different ways, right? So you think about maybe some of the positive intent to compel someone, to guide someone, to convince someone. Or maybe if you're assuming more nefarious intent, the concept of manipulating or tricking could be conflated with the term influencing. So So I think it's really important to level set on that definition and to understand what we're really talking about are those positive intent. We're not looking to trick or, or, you know, coerce anyone. We're really looking at the ability to compel, support and guide in the influencing process. Okay, right. Of course, in a positive way. Yes. So, So what are some keys for leaders for influencing employees in a positive way? Yeah, of course. So I think the keys really lie in three things. There's the concept of authenticity, the concept of transparency, and then what I alluded to earlier, the concept of positive intent, right? So we're not looking for those nefarious intents where we're looking to to trick or pull the wool over our employees' eyes, right? So we're looking about things that are for the benefit, hopefully, of that person, for the team, for the organization as a whole, 
The transparency piece comes when, you know, you have the ability to really say, you know, what it is that you're looking to achieve. Again, there's no mystery behind what you're looking to do. And the authenticity is just about being authentically yourself in the influencing process, not putting on airs or being someone who you're not in order to achieve the results that you want to achieve. So there's this theme of, of integrity and honesty that also weaves throughout those, those three trends that I mentioned. Yeah. You know, I've always found the leaders who I've always found to be the most influential are those who, who, who walk the walk, you mm -hmm. know, who don't just tell you what to do or don't just make a speech hoping to influence you. They actually demonstrate what they want you to do by doing it mm -hmm. in their behavior. So how, how important is that? How, how important is how you carry yourself, what you actually do day to day in terms of influencing other people? Yeah, that's a great question because I think there's there's two there's two elements of influencing, right? So there's that acute influencing in the moment when you have, you know, a specific thing that you're looking to to achieve or a specific behavior you're looking to change. But there's also that long-term almost chronic ability of being influential, right? As a as a trait. And I think for leaders you know, like you said, walking the talk is really, really important. And also the ability to build up trust, to build credibility and to build a community of people, because in that way, it's almost like relationship currency that you bank over time. And then when you have an acute need, something that you need to push through, an idea that you need to get buy-in for through influencing, you've built up this beautiful bank of relationship currency just by being authentically who you are and building that trust, credibility and community across time. So you really ought not to wait until you have to influence people to start honing those skills and building up that bank of currency. Okay. So you just use an interesting phrase, being authentically who you are. And that's mm -hmm. going to, that's, in other words, that's going to drive your style of how you lead, how you are influential through your leadership, right? So, yes. and that can take many different forms. What are some examples of that? What might authentic influencing look like? Yeah. So one thing I want to point out here is you can you can shift and change your your influencing approach and still be authentically who you are. So I kind of call this term authentic mm. shape shifting. So mm -hmm. it's having this awareness of yourself, who you are, how you show up what you want to accomplish, but also understanding your audience. What is it that they need? What resonates with them? Is it, you know, data points where you really need to be, go, you know, to the facts hard and fast, or is it more compelling hearing about a story or hearing about the impact of what you're hoping to achieve? So really you can be authentic by understanding who you are and also understanding who other people are and what they need. So thinking about what it is that you might want or need people to do, and then understanding how you may have to gently shift uh, your approach in order to have the most effective results. And you can do those things while still being authentic. There's nothing wrong with doing that. In fact, that's actually a really savvy leadership behavior. You know, I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of our listeners might think of famous leaders like, say, Steve Jobs, when thinking about someone who is very influential and very powerful as a leader. But Steve Jobs was, according to, to the biography that came out and different movies about him, also not really the nicest person necessarily, and was influential in all sorts of ways that we might not call positive, at least when it came to how he dealt with employees, right? Mm -hmm. So what lessons could listeners draw from somebody like Steve Jobs? I mean, is that a good example of influential leadership or maybe not? 
Well, there's a lot that we may not know, right, about about Steve Jobs and maybe who he was behind the scenes. But I love that you brought this question up because I think, yes, it's very tempting to model ourselves after uh, what we've seen from Steve Jobs. But remember, most of us have only seen those acute influencing moments on the stage at the conference or in front at the shareholders meeting. So a very finite moment in time, a very specific uh, soundbite or maybe even a filtered or edited soundbite. Unfortunately, most leaders don't have the benefit of being that that acute, right? So there, there is the everyday leadership of people who in and of themselves are complex beings and require relationships in order for that leadership and that effective influencing to occur. So we don't always have the experience where the leader's up on the stage and they have to, you know, give this great speech. That might be a part of it, but really more than that, it's the authenticity, the transparency, the positive intent that you're bringing to the relationships that you're building with the people that you lead. And really uh, for most leaders, that's going to be what they need to be successful. But certainly some of those, the public speaking techniques, the influential techniques of in the moment influencing are something that I think certainly is very widely studied related to Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. And I think there are differences in terms of how you influence shareholders, customers, an outside crowd compared to how you influence internal people, employees, other leaders, managers, and so on. Oh, for sure. So think about the difference between trying to sell the latest version of the iPhone, right? This hot commodity to, you know, to your your end users, right? Or to a very eager crowd versus a leader trying to communicate a kind of unpopular and unknown change initiative or software initiative. Like it's different, right? The topic is different and it might be met with a different level of excitement or no excitement or potentially even resistance. So this is where, you know, the influencing uh, skills that a leader has are really, really important because they will help navigate those barriers and help you overcome those obstacles that you might encounter uh, from people as you're seeking to influence them to change their behavior or change their opinion about something. Okay. So, you know, I think that most leaders want to think of themselves as being influential, but that's not always the case. So what's the difference between leadership and influential leadership? That's a great question. So the first thought that comes to mind is thinking about, you know, leadership as a behavior and not necessarily as a position. So you can be extremely effective as an influential leader without having a great deal of positional power. And so, too, you could have positional power and not be a great influencer. You may be able to get a certain amount of things done related to the power that you have, but it's not going to be as effective as it could be if you had strong influencing skills throughout. So I think the key really comes in what I had mentioned earlier about that, the concept of reputational currency, the ability to build that trust, the credibility, the community, and to really be an influential leader, not just in the moments, but throughout time, right? So not just for those acute moments where you're standing on the stage or giving a presentation, but you're really influential based on who you are and what you stand for. And the key there is knowing who you are and what you stand for as a leader. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when you're talking about positional power, so you mean, I take that to mean, we're not talking necessarily just about the CEO, or other people in the C-suite, this can be anyone really at any position in a company who can demonstrate leadership and demonstrate authentic leadership and, and be influential in that way, really no matter who you are. 
Correct. And I, and I would argue that you need that at every level, whether you hold a people management position or not. So the ability to be influential, to effectively communicate your ideas, to gain buy-in, to engage stakeholders, to work towards behavior change, you can do that as an individual contributor or a frontline manager, a mid-level leader, all the way up through the C-suite. So there's no shortage of things that we need to influence on in the workplace. And in some ways, again, the position is almost irrelevant, right? It's a skill set that can be developed and nurtured at any level of leadership within the organization to become a better and more effective influencer. Okay. Why is influential leadership important? What's at stake for the leader? And again, we're talking not just about the C-suite, but really anybody. Mm -hmm. What's at stake for the individual and what's at stake for the organization? Yeah, I think I think being an effective influencer really involves engaging people. It really involves building buy-in, strong relationships. Again, that ability to communicate with not only your needs, but others, others' needs considered as well. And doesn't that sound like a place that we would want to be a part of? Doesn't that sound like a great workplace culture, a place where your opinions and thoughts are taken into consideration, where your needs are, are valued? And so I think when we're able to hone these influencing skills, we're going to pave a smoother path, right? We're going to face less resistance. We're going to build stronger relationships along the way because you know more about the people you're influencing and you also take the time to talk with them about any concerns or resistance that they have. So I think ultimately, it, whether you're looking to push a new initiative through or deepen your relationship with someone, honing these skills is really going to help you in your path as a leader, whether you hold that formal leadership position or not. Okay. So Katie, final thoughts. For our listeners that want to hone those skills, that want to become better influencers, how do you do that? What's the first step? Sure. I think the first step is really cultivating your self-awareness. So I alluded to that earlier. So understanding who you are, how you show up, do you have an accurate lens of who you are and how you show up? So a lot of, we'll have a lot of leaders working on, we'll take assessments related to their leadership skills or their influencing skills and not where they just assess themselves, but where they also have other people give them feedback on those skills. So you can get this really nice comprehensive um, snapshot of how you're performing in this area. So I think again, anything you can do to shine that light on yourself to understand who you are and how you show up and then utilize that as you're working on the things that you want to accomplish in the workplace. So think about maybe what are the areas in which you want to influence? What are the behavior or opinion changes that you're looking to achieve? And then think about how you can take those skills you've learned about yourself and others to work towards what you want to accomplish. Okay. Excellent advice. Well, Katie, thanks so much for a great discussion. And to Thank our you. listeners, thanks for listening. The Performance Matters Podcast is brought to you by GP Strategies. Together, we can create a world where business excellence makes possibilities achievable. You can subscribe to the show anywhere you get podcasts and listen on our website at gpstrategies.com slash podcasts.